Friday, November 12th, the 316th day of 2021. There are 49 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines. From around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Getting ready for another round of rain this afternoon and some high winds. We'll tell you about that. And uh, just getting you set for a big weekend. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Happy Disney Plus Day to you. Thank you. Are you uh, celebrating big today with Disney Plus Day? We shall see. It's their two-year anniversary, so they are rolling out new content today. They thought if Amazon Prime can have a day, Disney Plus can have a day. <laughs> uh, but I did ask, I guess the thing I'm most curious about, I did tell you this morning, the new Home Sweet Home Alone. So the extension of the Home Alone series is out on Disney Plus today. How does that make you feel? Well, how was my reaction this morning? Uh, indifferent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but you're willing to embrace it and give it a try? I don't know. Huh. Okay. I, I'm more of a, if you did it right the first time, mm-hmm. let's not redo. How will you I feel, know. though, if our five-year-old loves it? Because she likes the original. She you does. You filthy animal. So, what well, if she likes this one? Will it make you more on board? Probably. I guess that's a... Because that's, she... Yeah. Yeah, because she's the boss and in charge. Okay, I got it. She is the five-time winner of the Covenant Ohio Newshawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Clarkson. He's Sam Gormley and the Sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm just getting ready for it to rain again. I, had to, I almost had to get a rake out when I left yesterday and rake all the leaves <laughs> off my car. You had to shovel. Sometimes you have to shovel your snow, your car out for, because of the snow. But uh, the yeah, because it was thick. here. Yeah, here at the here at the station. Yeah, especially because they got wet, uh-huh. and so they turned into wallpaper. As I was paper. as I was driving up the hill here, it was just flying off left and right. <laughs> I saw leaves in really weird places yesterday when I was uh, unloading groceries. I un, uh, I opened the end gate on my vehicle and I thought. How did leaves get in there? That just doesn't make any practical sense. But uh, yet they, yet they did. Yeah, Maybe I love we'll... that each of us had our own car, like imprint. Oh, where yeah. the leaves didn't obviously uh-huh. didn't because there were people sitting there. Yeah, like a uh, crime scene outline mm-hmm. where something was there. I got it. Hey, do want to say good uh, good morning and good luck. The Grayson County High School marching band is off to Indianapolis today. Uh, got uh, started early today on their way to Band of America competition. 
in Indianapolis at uh, is that still Lucas Oil? Yes, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, where the where the Colts play. So they'll be performing today on uh, the second day of preliminary competition, and they will be performing at five thirty Central Time. There is a um, I think the company is called Box Five, and you can actually watch it online. But if you Google Box Five. And then uh, look for the Band of America preliminaries day two. Make sure you don't get day one. Make sure you get day two. I think it's $18, and you can watch it if you're interested in following the band. For those of you that can't make the trip to Indianapolis, so um, it's kind of the – they already had KMEA competition a couple weeks ago, but this is kind of a a step up, you know, something else to wrap up their marching season. So we want to wish them the best of luck. Uh, Sunny start today wasn't too bad. If you'll notice when your day got started, like, well, hey, this doesn't look too bad. But it gets increasingly less attractive and less ideal weather-wise, and the winds have picked up again already. But a much different afternoon is uh, on the way. We'll see gusts this afternoon between 30 and 40 miles per hour. We'll see more light rain moving in, probably noon to one or so, and then uh, it'll be it'll lighten up through the evening and then uh, finally get out of here. But our next system moves in Sunday afternoon with another round of wind and light rain. Showers and windy today, a 60% chance high of 55, and drizzle and windy tonight, and a low of 35. Then cloudy tomorrow, 10% chance of rain. Not going to get out of the 40s tomorrow, and we're going to see some wind chills tonight in the 20s. So just be just be ready for your tomorrow is going to be a good uh, soup or chili day or going ahead and just kind of getting full-on fall mode. And then we will break 60 degrees Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, but um, don't get your hopes up because, you know, things can change. Luckily, we'll be inside with that 20-degree wind chill, not at a high school football game or, or yeah, anything like that. Yeah, there will be. There are plenty uh-huh. of playoff games oh, tonight. Yeah. Lots of these, I guess people Second are round. vying for the quarterfinals tonight. This is, uh, these are the district championship games. That's what district championship it. games looking to, for teams looking to take the next step. Ran across an explainer this morning. It says why U.S. inflation is so high. And when it may ease, inflation, based on news this week, is starting to look like the unexpected and unwanted house guests who just won't leave. You know, you have those people that come for the holidays <laughs> and like, aren't they ready to leave yet? Uh, on Wednesday, the government said its consumer price index soared 6.2% from a year ago, which is the biggest 12-month jump since 1990. And they are now fearing that uh, these uh, heightened prices may last into... Uh, well into next year. So, um, you know, one of the reasons that that's important information is because we have midterm elections next year for the U.S. Congress. And depending upon what the economy is doing, that will become uh, an election talking point and saying uh, we, we don't like the construct of the of the U.S. Congress right now because economically it has been very burdensome for emplo- uh, for uh, Americans. So they that, that may be a driver on... Uh, who they choose at the ballot box uh, this time next year. The sticker shock is hitting where families feel it most. At the breakfast table, for instance, bacon prices are up 20% over the last year. Egg prices up 12%. Gasoline has surged by 50%. So when you think about it, you were at $2 a gallon this time last year. You're at over $3 a gallon now in a lot See, of places. all of that's really tough to look into because you think where we were this time last year, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wish that statistics like this were two years ago. Because I think that would be a better uh, a year better, over a year. Yeah, measuring because mm-hmm. last year, I mean, you can't look at any statistic. 
Yes, you do have to throw out a lot of the definitely a lot of mm-hmm. the math. And here's where here's where it's equally it it would easy be easy for you to say, well, because wages have wages have gone up, prices have gone up, that's a wash. Wages have while had they have appreciated certainly in certain sectors, they're still not keeping pace with what the consumer price index is doing. And gasoline is one of those areas where uh, I saw Thomas Massey uh, tweet yesterday that uh, a lot of the Biden people, and uh, they, they want an inflated gasoline price because they think it serves as a deterrent for people to use it, and there would be an incentive to, sink all, uh, to seek alternative energies. But also we have a federal excise tax on fuel. So when prices... Lots of states, you know, have their model based on a fuel tax. When prices go down, that's bad for uh, for uh, generating tax revenues. And so sometimes there are people that want high gasoline prices, but those of us who are filling up our tanks, we want them to be as low as possible. But you can get too far in both directions. So what the economy does over the next uh, six months to next year is – will be interesting to see. Also reading that where it seems Kentucky maybe has gone over the Delta variant hump of COVID-19, you're seeing some other places in the United States that are just now embracing uh, or being impacted by the Delta variant, in particular off in the Northwest United States, the less populated areas, primarily more west of the Mississippi, your, uh, your mountain west region of the United States, is where they are really starting to, um, you know, they have more they have more climate swing f- for us. We have relatively mild winters. Yes, we get snow and we get freezing temperatures. We even get sub-zero temperatures from time to time. But not like Montana and not like the Dakotas and those areas where then you have to go inside, you have to stay inside, and it's, you know, you're, you're, you're cooped up where inside feet of snow. and where they get feet of snow and you stay in for days on end because there's just no place to go and there's no snowplow coming to dig you out. And then about the time that the Delta variant reaches them. And the reason the timing is bad is because there's waning immunity from the first round of vaccinations that, that went, you know, starting in March and moving through our nation. And then they said, okay, here's the vaccine for all the various demographics. Some of the earliest people who got the vaccine now have waning, uh, uh, waning immunity and they're slower to get the boosters at times when the weather is changing and so it's kind of a perfect storm of all those things lining up so well things may be improving here in Kentucky there are still some more remote portions of our country that uh, are just now having to face the delta variant head on and this this story i saw said no state no state had been um had achieved a high enough vaccination rate, even when combined with in, uh, infection-induced immunity, to avoid the type of outbreaks that are happening now. When they built the when they built the vaccine, they were reliant upon a high enough percentage of people getting it in a short enough period of time that it suppressed positivity, and then gave herd immunity. But we've got so many people in the herd that say, no, I don't want it, that you can't get you can't get your numbers lined up in an area where you can develop that herd immunity before the immunity starts to wane from the cattle that you inoculated earlier. We were talking about herds. I think of herds. (laughs) I think of cattle. So it seems to be trying to explain that the best 
that we can. It was a really tough news day yesterday. Uh, three people were seriously injured yesterday morning in a head-on collision on Salt River Road. About 720, lots of first responders and law enforcement and uh, rescue personnel responded to the 6600 block of Salt River Road. There was a Honda CRV being driven by a 17-year-old girl traveling west, collided with uh, head-on with a Chrysler Pacifica minivan. The uh, firefighters uh, extracted the uh, the young lady. They were airlifted from the scene nearby. And then there was a mother and child who were also in the other vehicle that were injured or initially transported but then later flown, uh, later taken to Louisville for treatment as well. So uh, prayers for those families and uh, in uh, that were involved in that accident yesterday morning early. It was at a time of day where, you know, a lot of people commuting to work and you saw uh, rescue equipment um, that were moving around, and so that was out the Salt River Road area. Then yesterday afternoon, a man died in a single-vehicle accident on Lilac Road. The sheriff's office, LFD, and EMS responded to the 5800 block of Lilac Road. Police found a southbound Toyota Tundra, traveled up a hill, appeared to have uh, made about a 90-degree turn off the roadway and traveled down an embankment. The driver, whose identity has not yet been released, was not wearing a seatbelt, was pronounced deceased at the scene by Grayson County Deputy Coroner Larry Holman. Sadly, we must report today that the body of Erica Burden was found yesterday. State police said the body of 27-year-old Erica Burden of Bonneville was discovered yesterday morning in Upton about 10:15, According to an unconfirmed report, was found in a sinkhole Burden was last seen alive Tuesday morning when she dropped her daughter off at school. Not long after Burden's body was located, state police arrested her husband, 53-year-old Billy Burden of Upton. He was charged with murder, tampering with physical evidence, and abuse of a corpse. He was lodged in the LaRue County Detention Center. Lots of store, uh, lots of questions out of this, but, you know, we kind of talked yesterday about how can this happen and if the circumstances, again, we uh, mentioned an unconfirmed report that they had found her vehicle but they hadn't found her, that would almost suggest that she willingly got in another vehicle with someone else. That starts to narrow down, you know, it starts to kind of narrow down your uh, potential suspect list on who that could have been. And so in these types of cases, I hate to rush to look at the spouse, um, but history has shown us that, you know, uh, precedent suggests that you at least have to look and consider but I also don't like, you know, when we dis disappearing people, people who disappear like the Crystal Rogers case in Nelson County, you know, that can easily uh, paint your thinking. Like when you think you know who's involved in that and who did it, and then you see other cases come along, th those cases kind of craft and paint in what you might think about a situation. So anyway, well, again, lots of questions, but an arrest has been made in that. Uh, regretfully, she was not found um, alive. Authorities have identified the woman killed last week by a Rineville man. 42-year-old Richard Cook of Rineville is accused of shooting and killing 43-year-old Jessica Kelly of Lancaster, Pennsylvania at a residence on Custer Street sometime before 4.15 Thursday morning. Cook has been charged with murder and tampering with physical evidence. Yesterday I learned, Sam, you might be aware of this, that Lexington is going to get a second minor league baseball team. Yeah, in the Atlantic League. In the Atlantic League. Which is different than 
Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball's minor league baseball. Gotcha. Okay, so it would be independent of the MLB. Well, so let me ask you this. Are the Legends still independent of any club? I know they Correct. were for a period of time. This That started this year. Okay. Because they were one when Major League Baseball broke down in the minor leagues and they cut teams. So they dropped they were like on, 40 teams? They were on the chopping block. Okay, so they got they got... They got cut free by Major League Baseball. Correct. But they played independently in as the, Atl- the Legends. In the Atlantic League. In the Atlantic League. But Correct. now they're adding another team in the Atlantic League. Correct. To play in Lexington, from what I'm able to understand. Okay. Which uh, is interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a hard enough row to hoe being independent. And then you're adding a secondary team. But maybe they uh, it's controlled by the same ownership group. Maybe they think that. They can drive more activity or traffic by having two teams because I assume they're going to play in the same stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They are going to share the stadium. But that would mean almost baseball every single night there. Yeah. So it makes me wonder is – Do people care that much in Lexington? Well, that – but I guess, you know, will people watch it? Will people listen to it? You know, there are other ways to generate, you know, revenue through – I guess it makes your sponsorships more valuable because you've got – people seeing your billboard on the score. It, it just surprised me that Lexington is a fertile enough ground that an independent baseball team franchise can add a second one and say this is a smart business move. Are they more likely to get a stadium downtown now? You know, they had talked about that. No, I, at least the stadium right now isn't that far away. No, it's not too, no, it's not too far up Broadway, up that, uh, up that direction. The number 13 Kentucky University of Kentucky women's basketball team routed North Alabama in the second half uh, last night. 98-56 to 56 was the final. They've throttled both their opponents this week. Yeah, they've wow. been close in the first half. Yeah, they're just spinning up. And it, it always puzzles me when I look in on those games because, you know, they play quarters. So it's weird to look up. And go, it says it's in the third. It's like the third? Wait, mm-hmm. it's either the first or the second half, so it's a little bit uh, little bit different. And the University of Kentucky football team on the road at Vandy tomorrow. Uh, a month ago, I would have told you that you felt real good. Sam and I could have played uh, on the, in the starting lineup tomorrow, and Kentucky would have still been victorious, but... The Cats haven't won in a month after starting 6-0. and We thought, okay, here comes Georgia, the bye week, that'll get us reset. And they just all, they lost all momentum that they had uh, just a month ago. So let's hope that they don't do what I've seen Kentucky football teams do so many times, which is play down to the level of their competition. And it'll luckily be pretty much a home game because Kentucky will have more fans in Nashville than Vanderbilt. Well, a month ago... If you had predicted the attendance at this ball game, it would have been. I mean, a month ago, I even considered going. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, it's a nice trip. Haven't spent a weekend in Nashville in a while. Let's talk about doing this. But my motivation got shifted. Shifted. Now I'm thinking, oh, I can watch the new James Bond movie this weekend. It's Disney Plus <laughs> Day. It's yada, yada, yada. You can so, sit on your couch. Yeah, I'll watch the game without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I'll root for the team, but I'm just less likely to put forth effort to go watch them play in person. Plus, that's not a very nice stadium. 
No, I've been there a couple times. Yeah, me too. It's Have just, I ever uh, been there? Uh, I don't think you've. I don't well, think, if it wasn't with you, yeah, I was going to say I don't been. think I don't think I, think I went been. there twice when Western <laughs> played. Once as a fan and once as a media member because I I didn't like it because Vandy limited the amount of food we could eat in the media workroom. <laughs> you were on well, rations. That's rude. Yeah, no, yeah, because <laughs> they even they even took our little name tag and they punched it, hole punched uh, it. Are you serious? Yeah. You, hell yeah. You've been at the trough. It, it Get was, away. It was. Chick-fil-A, you either got one chicken biscuit or two chicken minis. Well, hey, I mean, <laughs> we are talking about the Lord's chicken. They got to ration it because there will be gluttons who will come out and, but it was just come funny out and take it. We were like, what? <laughs> Police in Ramsgate, United Kingdom on Monday pulled over a driver pulling a trailer filled with 26 pallets stacked over 20 feet high. It caught uh, the attention of police officers uh, in Kent. There were 50 pallets in total on top of the open trailer that were secured by just three loose straps. After issuing a ticket, the load was properly secured. The driver was accompanied by authorities to his destination. This just reminded me of something that I would see on our local roads. I was going to say, you could see this on the bypass on a typical Tuesday. The way people will Jenga stuff onto a trailer and then drive 15, right, with then 30 vehicles stacked behind them. I saw this like, well, at least they do this in the United Kingdom as well. This is not isolated to the Twin Lakes area of uh, Kentucky. we got to get to an area. Uh, we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. with the works except anchovies day the mm. so supreme pretty much why it's my favorite kind you don't like anchovies uh or is it just this day is specifically no anchovies uh it says specifically yeah it's is this this today is quote pizza with the works except anchovies oh. day so it sounds very specific. Okay. I, I don't know that I've ever had anchovies on a pizza, but it doesn't I think really maybe sound. Maybe only had it once, and it's I don't not know bad. that I have. Doesn't sound really all that appetizing to me. Uh, but you know, I used to just be. I only want pepperoni, just pepperoni. Oh, and, see, I'm a pepperoni or meats or something. I don't. I don't like putting peppers and all that on there. Absolutely not. When I was youthful, I was more <laughs> like that. But over yeah. the years, I've bring. Uh, sometimes it may be developed out of. I could find it. People like you would leave the good stuff. Like, oh, here's Supreme. Okay, I'll yeah. just have that yeah. because See, it's that, always ready. That's always, well, you can have my Supreme. Okay, good. Well, I've been taking it. Good. Uh, because that's my uh, that's yeah, my no, choice. Plus, I look at it and go, well, this is probably going to be the only vegetables I might get. Well, so. and the thing is, he knows that nobody else in the house is going mm-hmm. to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so See, it's just, pretty much... No. What do you, One for him. What about Hawaiian? Are you a fan of that? No. Huge fan. Uh, okay. I buy it for them. Now, I don't, I, I'm on board with you there. I don't care for pizza, but if I'm going to have to have pizza, I want Hawaiian Ugh. on thin crust. Ugh. So, That's like a nightmare pizza. So, like black olives, pineapple, I'll, I'll, ham? Well, I'd eat the black <laughs> olives, but... I'll you eat the ham, ham and black pizza. olives. Yeah. Pineapple, no. No, I don't want any pineapple on pizza anywhere. I don't. I don't. Sweet doesn't go on pizza. Uh, it's Chicken Soup for the Soul Day today, honoring the series of feel good books. All right. Um, tomorrow is World Kindness Day. It should be every day. I agree. <laughs> yeah. 
But but here's what here's what I would say. Um, Is there any specific reason it's tomorrow? Not that I'm able to deduce. Um, maybe sometimes gratitude paves the way for kindness. You know, if you can find in this is the season of, of gratitude. Here's what I would offer. If you don't find yourself to be particularly kind, maybe use tomorrow as the start of something new. You can say, oh, well, it's because it's kindness day, I'm going to, you know. Open the door for somebody. Yeah. There you go. You know. Maybe start with just smiling. Tomorrow is Mom's and Dad's Day. You'll you'll already get a day though, don't you? Apparently, Mother's Day and Father's Day aren't just enough. Um, I've not seen this one in the card aisle. Mom's and Dad's Day. Mom's and Dad's Day card. So do you have to get each one their own card, or do you get a collective card? If you're sharing the day, you're sharing the card. Yeah. So you go off to share you the gift. All right, girls, get it together. You get a card on Father's Day. You get a, far, a card on Mother's Day. But if you're going to run some kind of con on us called Moms and Dads Day, you're going to share the spoils. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Sunday is Operating Room Nurse Day. Those are important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Initiated in 1989 to honor RNs who provide a little TLC in the old OR. Big fan. Sunday is also Pickle Appreciation Day. I like pickles. Also mm-hmm. a fan. Yeah. I like, I don't. Care for the the sweet or sweet ones so. though. I like them the, all. I'm not give me the dill. I just bring, bring. What is me, bread and butter? Is that what they call the the sweet ones? Yeah, I'm not. not there, not there's a, fan. a difference. There is a sweet pickle, and then there's also bread and butter. Yes, yeah, there I is want, a difference. I want the I want the dill. Straight up. By the way, uh, bread and butter pickles are probably my least favorite, but I'm not going to pass on them. If you say, "Hey, there are pickles," really? Then they're bread and buck, butter. Okay, fine. <laughs> Well, I got tickled a day or two ago. I had emptied a pickle jar and put it in the sink and didn't throw it away. And then he came along. He emptied a different pickle jar. Monkey see, monkey do. Emptied it out. I thought, put it in the sink. Maybe we're saving pickle jars. <laughs> because here's what I thought. Mamma apparently needs pickle jars for some reason. <laughs> Whenever I see anything odd at, at the house, what? why is this here? Mamma needs it. Okay. <laughs> I don't ask any more questions, but if it appears that we're saving pickle jars, far be it for me to throw away a pickle jar that Mamma might need. So there you go. Uh, we are less than two weeks from Thanksgiving Day now, and as we prepare, I'm happy to report I did get a butterball turkey yesterday with my groceries, but my butterball turkey got downsized. Normally, I don't mess around with small turkeys. I just say, just give me the big bird. And But, you know, big bird's been unpopular this week, so I got a medium bird. I did get downsized. Instead of the 20 to 24 pounder, I got suggested, and they said, um, we don't have that. So is a 16 to 20 okay? I was like, sure, that, that works. So Our lights just went out. Did the light quit again over there? All right, so, well, one of them did. Yeah, the one behind you. But it's a, uh, I was happy. So I'm telling you there are butterball turkeys out there of a decent size, so your mileage may vary, but I thought we better start this a couple of weeks in advance in case we get a swing and a miss, then we can uh, then we can rally. But we have gone ahead and purchased things like potatoes and things that we know that we're going to need uh, rather than better to find out two weeks out than, you know, two days out. But 
uh, we were looking at uh, Thanksgiving traditions and how cheap it was to cook Thanksgiving dinner in 1960. Thanksgiving has definitely evolved over time. Um, there are um, the the prices. A Thanksgiving meal for ten in 1960 was $11.65. But in that time, the price has gone up 565% for an estimated cost of $77.52 today. Last year, the same costs were believed to be $74.92, so up even about $3 over last year. About a three and a half percent, so it's hard to deny that the prices of uh, basic ingredients to prepare traditional festive dinner are a lot higher than they used to be. For example, while you'd pay in in nineteen sixty, you'd pay three dollars and six cents for a whole turkey. Wow! And now it's at least it's easily twenty dollars. I think um, I think I was preparing to spend thirty dollars on a big bird. So I don't know what it ended up clocking in at. So was, uh, you're paying for Big Bird. <laughs> Ted Cruz wants to serve Big Bird for Thanksgiving <laughs> this year. Poor Big Bird. Um, <laughs> even something as basic as mac and cheese used to cost around two dollars and forty-seven cents, but it's now approximately fifteen dollars and seventy-four cents. Have you bought Velveeta recently? No, it's been probably since. Back in late spring, will you I guess. be buying Velveeta anytime soon? That would be something I would think the price has gone up a lot on. Um, I've not been asked to make that, which normally is one of the things that I'm asked to make. Oh, but yeah. I've, we I've talked not... about it on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday we talked about it, Sam? Did but we? I've not been asked to. So shh. Okay. We were we were ranking the the most. Hated foods. Oh, you were saying Tuesday. all the different and, types of mac and cheese. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's. At, at... Well, where where did mom come in at? Oh, no, we no, said... no, 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 no. It was a. It was the percentage of people that said they don't like this at Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. But okay. when we got to mac and cheese, it was something that I. I'm not crazy about it. It's probably the last thing that goes on the plate. But it's at every family function on your side. Like it, yes. And, and usually there are four different varieties, and then usually you have to make thirty pounds of it. And uh-huh. I'm less likely to eat it there if it's going home with me. That was my point. Well, and there's no secret to my recipe. It comes straight off the Velveeta box, and I don't care to share that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've tried multiple ways, and that's just the best way to do it. <laughs> Voice fishing is the creepy new dating trend to be aware of. I thought, voice fishing? What's this? People are now worried that their date might show up with a very different voice to the one they shared online. So it it led me to think, you know, a lot of relationships develop now before you ever talk to someone. You're communicating with them online via you know, DM or text message or email or what it might, you know, whatever it might be. And so you're less likely now to hear someone's voice until it might be too late. And so my understanding is that even some dating sites now, you are encouraged to give voice profiles so that a person can hear your voice 
before they meet you in person or before you FaceTime. Whole catfish thing, I guess. So they're saying there's a catfish version of where you don't use your real talking voice to do your voice profile and then you show up. And when I think of this type of thing, I immediately think of the movie Grown Ups. And I don't remember if it's the original Grown Ups or the Grown Ups 2, but when they go to the water park and all the women are ogling the lifeguard on the other side who's flexing and he's all ripped and jacked up. And then, so they're just like, yeah, and then he opens his mouth, who right? Fan me. And then he talks and, hey, what you guys doing? Right. You know, I'm from Saskatoon or whatever. And I think that kills it, you know, so uh, yeah. like, that's not going to work. Uh, but uh, Hinge says half of our users have become less attracted to a match after hearing the sound of their voice. And almost two-thirds of Hinge users say voice is an important factor in determining whether they like someone. Sam, what's Hinge? Do you know? I don't know. No. I thought maybe you could represent young people and say, is this something young people use? Is this a matchmaking service? It's got to be. Okay. A voice can ruin it. Yes. Oh, yes. It absolutely can, can ruin it. And... YouTube is making changes thanks to dislike attacks that are spawning YouTube changes. They are getting rid of the dislike counter. Users will no longer be able to look to the number of likes and dislikes on a video to determine if it's good, valuable content. Users will still be able to like and dislike a video, and this will factor into video recommendations, but the total number of dislikes won't be visible to anyone but the creator. YouTube says this is to prevent creator harassment and orchestrated dislike attacks carried out by a group, like equivalent of swatting in a virtual or doxing or whatever. We're, they're going to keep the thumbs up, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not getting rid of the thumbs up counter. I don't. They're I never just, understood why they had a dislike anyways. It seemed like it would start more fights uh-huh. than it would actually solve. And but I think you know the the YouTube creators they're all you know like like below like it you know so other people come along and go oh this is highly popular but if people would do it responsibly I think I could also you know be like if you read Amazon reviews or anything like that people right. that so but much like with everything people use it improperly and it ruins it for everybody else so got to get to a break we'll come back got plenty more on the way hang around here on in the know. Did you know baby porcupines are known as porcupets? I did not know that. No, I did not know that. Oh, your little porcupet. But I kind of like it. Porcupets. Baby porcupines called her porcupets. All right, makes sense. Sammy, have big plans for the weekend? I know you don't have cougar football. No, no cougar basketball that I know of. No, cougar. Meet the Cougar Night is a week from today. They release the roster for the alumni game. Uh, day before last, so you got some good names on it. Yeah, including our good friend Trevor Ray. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw Trevor was on that list. I, Trevor can probably still ball. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Trevor's. Think so. Did they not ask? Did you turn it down or? Um, they asked me to, to uh, play be the bagpipes, the alumni broadcaster, and oh. I said uh, I've got stuff to do. Stuff to do. Uh, no, I center women's soccer 
in the NCAA tournament tomorrow. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know that it's them because they might not win today. But there's second-round match tomorrow at center. Hey, by the way, I was going to message you about this yesterday, but I'll just tell it to you in front of everyone else. Uh, I just feel really ignorant that I didn't know until earlier this week that the U.K. men's soccer team uh, competes in the Conference USA. Because the SEC doesn't have men's soccer. The SEC doesn't have men's soccer? How weird is that? So that's why they have to play in Conference USA, and soccer is really, really good in men's soccer. Sam, I had assumed that you had constructed your entire weekend existence around your trip to the movie theater tonight because (laughs) Clifford the Big Red Dog is on the big screen today. I mean, I know you've been counting down the days to today. You've had your very own Clifford advent calendar down to its its circle. Are are you not going to see it tonight? It's got a dog's paw on today on your calendar. Well, Clifford's paw is too big for that. I suppose you're right. Uh, Let's see. PG Family Comedy, Jake Whitehall, John Cleese, and Clifford the Big Red Dog. Also, Belfast is new in cinemas today. That's Jamie Dornan, Dame Judi Dench, and Catriona Balfi. And then Apex is also is an R-rated action-adventure movie. Five elite hunters pay, uh, pay to track down a man on a deserted island only to find themselves becoming the prey. That's got Neil McDonough and Bruce Willis in it. No Bruce Willis. All right. Uh, Roadhouse is considering a remake. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? Mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal may star in the remake. So, 1989's Patrick Swayze led the Double Deuce, the big monster truck. I always liked the big monster truck when they you know drove it through. And Sam Elliott. I don't know how I feel about a remake. I'm not a big fan of remakes to begin with. So I'm, I'm initially going to go. Jake Gyllenhaal is an interesting choice. I mean. Yeah, because he, he's not. Maybe it's because of my age, but he's not the same level of hotness. He's not a Swayze. No. Yeah, but he comes from a different era. I mean, he, again, if, I said I'm older. I know. But if 1989 Patrick Swayze were walking around today, I don't know how many women would find him like, uh, dude. You, you need to like look like 2021. You need to not look like 1989. Now, I, I understand people are nostalgic about it. And frankly, I'm nostalgic about this movie. It's like, I don't know. Can we just, you know, the doc and her gingham check red dress and like she was hot in her own accord. Right. So do we have to like do do we have to do everything? Sam, do we have to? I, I've never seen the original, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Have any strong opinion <laughs> you, about the remake? You wouldn't dig it. Mm-mm. Jeff Healy band performs in it. Uh, you know, it's it's. You wouldn't care for it. Yeah, if you were alive in the 1980s, you'd probably dig it. Uh, Tom Hanks appeared on the Bill Simmons podcast this week and answered a question that I didn't know I wanted the answer to, but as soon as I heard the question asked, I thought, yes, I want to hear the answer to this. Tom Hanks. Three favorite film roles. Mm-hmm. A League of Their Own. Good movie. Which my dad is in. There's no crying in baseball. 
no crying in baseball. Even the wor- I know that. worst thing about a league of their own is Madonna's in it. Does oh. your dad have an IMDb page like Dennis? Said? He does not. He does. He does not that I that I know of. But I mean, he did have to get a haircut for the movie. Um, the second movie the performer uh, loves is 2000's Castaway. I'd say that was a challenge. You Wilson. know, that was that was Wilson. Um, and then the last film I would say, according to him, that was magical for me was a movie called Cloud Atlas, a 2012 sci-fi movie which I've never seen. I'd be curious to know how many Tom Hanks movies I've not seen. How do you feel that Force Gump isn't on the list there? Or Big? Uh, but that see. You all bring up perfect points. Toy Story. This is why I would, how would he choose his three, of all the ones he's been in, how would he choose? I mean, for my age group, Toy Story. I, well, you probably have seen, I mean, close to what, 90%? I'm probably, I, I, before he mentioned Cloud Atlas, I would have told you I'd seen them all. But I'm sure now they're more than Cloud Atlas that I haven't seen. Finch is new on Apple TV Plus. I don't think it's a movie. It, I think it's a series, or maybe it's a movie. I don't know. I've not seen it, but it kind of surprised me. Uh, Joanna Gaines has pierced her nose, according to People Magazine. Mm-hmm. Isn't Joanna Gaines too old to pierce her nose? I, I mean, I, I you do you. That's what I, I say. I don't know about age, but I guess I just did not see her getting into that lane. She do, that doesn't seem like a very magnolia right? thing to do to me. Yeah. That's just that's just me. But that doesn't seem very that that seems to be a departure from the magnolia brand. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Joanna Gaines, maybe she's trying to hip it up. Maybe Chip's maybe. got a thing for women who have pierced noses. Who, who knows? Whatever works. We got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know. for today kind of times two one if the old dress for the job you want were true wouldn't there be a lot more people wearing capes (laughs) true and does britney spears get freed today oh is that happening today finally does her does her conservatives conservatorship end today i mean how old is she She's almost forty. Um, I was gonna say. Yeah, I thought she's forty. I think she, I think I thought I heard this morning she, she is be able forty. To, yeah. Um so I didn't watch that documentary. I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, probably. It? I've not I've not seen it either. Um on television. Let's go ahead and set your schedule for the week. And it's Disney Plus Day, so a lot of you may be taking in new content. She will be 40 on December 2nd. Okay. It's coming up real quick then. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what she might get for her birthday. The season two premiere of The Last Cowboy on CMT is tonight. Uh, Dennis and Sarah, listen up. Hallmark tonight. When Nikki finds an unopened Christmas card for an old secret admirer, she and her best friend embark on a quest to find the anonymous author. Open by Christmas on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're ready. Uh-huh. Getting their new uh, album, too, by them. 
That's tonight. Uh, also, Matt Sam, Fox on Showtime tonight, Kevin Garnett, Anything is Possible. That's uh, some type of uh, documentary on Kevin Garnett. Tomorrow, Dennis and Sarah, listen up. On Hallmark, a woman meets long-lost relatives for the first time after discovering her family tree during the holidays. My Christmas family tree on the Hallmark Channel. That's a real creative name right there. Check local <laughs> listings. Uh, over on Lifetime, if you're feeling a little more frisky, a picture-perfect holiday. And then uh, tomorrow night, Jonathan Majors is the host, and Taylor Swift is the musical guest on SNL. Then Sunday, it's finally here, Adele, one night only. Got the Oprah interview. I saw a portion of it this morning, so looking forward to hearing her perform her new music and uh, having a little Q&A with, uh, with, uh, with O, A and O. I mean, two first-name-only people, Adele and Oprah, sitting down. <laughs> Wearing white pantsuits. That's true. Um, Adele's album comes out one week from today, by the way. So I'll have it downloaded by... No show next Friday, then? Because you'll be, you'll be sitting there listening uh, to no, it. The but we time. may listen to a lot of it during the show next Friday. And Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on Sunday night. And then the Showtime has a series premiere of something called Yellow Jackets on Sunday. So just be prepared. That's... What your weekend looks like. And then UK and Vandy. Is it on ESPN 8? Two. Okay. It's on the deuce, as they say. It's on the deuce. Today's highlight in history. This date, 1942, the World War II Naval Battle of Guadalcanal began. In 1920, baseball got its first czar as Judge Kennesaw Mountain Landis was elected commissioner of the American and National Leagues. What year was that? 1920. 1920. Birthdays today, Booker T. Jones of Booker T. and the MGs is 77. Sportscaster Al Michaels is 77. Neil Young is 76. Megan Mullally is 63 today. Old Karen Walker. Um, I love her so much. She's a great character. But what was it? Um, <clears throat> Megan Mullally almost got the Elaine role in Seinfeld. And if she'd gotten the Elaine role, she probably wouldn't have done the Friends role. But I can't imagine anyone other than Julia Louis-Dreyfus playing Elaine, and I can't imagine anybody than Megan Mullally playing Karen Walker on w Will & Grace. <clears throat> so, she's good. It's weird to see her play something that's not Karen Walker. You know, when mm. you see her play... Because her voice is not I the know. same. I, I know, yeah. It's just, I mean, it um, is interesting. Were there any other birthdays that I needed to mention other than Megan Mullally? Sammy Sosa is 53. There you go. Keenan Thompson does one of the best Sammy Sosa's ever. Have you seen him recently? Keenan or Sammy? Sammy Sosa. No. You have to look up, do a Google of Sammy Sosa recently. Tanya Hart, that's what I need to Google exactly. Sammy, Sammy Sosa, Sosa recently. Recently, yeah. <laughs> Tanya Harding is 51 today. Coda DePablo, who was on NCIS uh, that played Ziva for about 11 seasons, is 42. Anne Hathaway is 39. Russell Westbrook is 33 today. And gone but not forgotten, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, the women's right activist, was born this date in 1815. That's Sammy Sosa. That's Sammy Sosa. Interesting. I don't know if you know what Sammy Sosa would look like. Well, I probably wouldn't. I guess I'm really showing my ignorance. Oh, that, well, is this a baseball. a baseball? Baseball. So there's a before and after. 
Okay, so would it be possible <laughs> that I would have seen a baseball card back in the day? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. yeah okay. He was one of the best okay. players okay. in so, the league. He felt, played for the Cubs. Okay. Especially around the time that you graduated from high school. Okay. That would have been the – he and Mark okay. McGuire were neck and neck and okay. cork bats and steroids and all. And well, I didn't say anything out loud. No, you, but... you got it. All right, chart toppers from uh, 1953, the Frank Chaxfield Orchestra. One of it's easily one of my favorite orchestras. I like Electric Light. You do. Mm-hmm. This is Ebb Tide. Or Trans Siberian. TSO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get to play some of them coming up here real soon. Not too long. Oh, Nineteen sixty-two, the Four Seasons, number one. I, I'm, I've never really, so I'm, I guess, pondering a third time today. Is this big girls or is this big girls? You know, like, so I said, well, I'm a big girl. I'm, I'm all grown up. I'm a big girl. Or were they saying big girls? I don't you think know? it's the latter. I never thought it was, grown but up. then I thought, you know, maybe I've not asked the proper questions on this. Isaac Hayes, number one, the theme from Shaft. Number one in 71. Shaft! Shut your mouth. Sam, is it your favorite Isaac Hayes song? It's the first time I've ever heard that song. <laughs> so I sure. I thought I, Isaac Hayes, he had a farm down on Highway 54 somewhere. but Different, different group of Hayes, I think. 1980. Willie Nelson, number one, with On the Road Again. Never would have, never would have thought that he'd have been the, he'd have been the last one standing. It's hard to believe. <laughs> He's hanging in there. <laughs> Willie just it, keeps it, Willie. He and the Stapleton concert too coming to Lexington. Willie gonna Willie. April can't get here fast enough, I guess, for that uh, <laughs> concert for Kentucky. All right, MB's pearl of wisdom for today: three grand essentials to happiness in life are something to do, something to love, and something to hope for. Essentials to a happy life, something to do, something to love, and something to hope for. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy and B, and now you're in the know.